Let's begin. Yesterday's stuff was up Tzadik test number 99. Today's 100. And um, we'll do a review of yesterday's stuff. Get to today's. We are learning the Nishmas. Uh, no, Refor Shlema. Excuse me. Refor Shlema. We don't have any Nishmas right now. No yard sites. Refor Shlema from Michal Aviv Abbas Yudas, Amy Basvora, and Hadas Abbas Ranya. And with that, let's get right to the review of yesterday's daf. So, we started off yesterday. Um, we, are, we were talking about this uh, discussion. We thought we had a, an interesting proof from our Mishnah, because it says that uh, if, the, if the wife is selling for uh, land for her ksuva, and she sold in parts, first she sold one worth 100, and then another... Um, 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 oh, it says if she sold what was worth 100 and a dinar for 100, we said that it's invalid. And we thought that what that meant is, is that it was worth um, um, that amount, and she sold it for that amount, but she sold it so that she can have her money and she has no right to sell um, more for, for, uh, for that amount. Um, and the Gemara says, no, no, we're talking about over there where she actually undersold it. It was not worth. Uh, it was worth more than what she sold it for. She only sold it for the for her amount. So Gemara says the problem with that is is that the Mishnah later on talks about that case. So why would we need to have two cases where she undersold its value? I mean, it was worth more than what she sold it for. We already discussed that in the case of the four hundred, where she sold. Um, four fields, three for 100 and one for 125 for 100. Isn't that, I mean, why would we need to repeat that case? Um, so the Gemara says, no, actually, they're both talking about where it went down. And uh, it sounds, and, and the Chiddush is, is that uh, there she went down only in the, for the orphans. But uh, if the, any of the first three sales were undersold, then it would work. Uh, and it would be a good sale. It's only because the one that she undersold was the last one, which is more than she's entitled to. So the Gemara says, wait a second. And that's why the sale became invalidated. So the Gemara says, oh, but didn't we talk about that already in the first case? We talked In the Mishnah, we talked about if she sold field worth 200, and she sold it for 100, uh, so then she's paid off on her ksuva. So the Gemara says, we need to say it in both cases, because over there, that would be the entire payoff. So that's why we say it's good. But over here... Maybe since if it was, she sold a mana vidinar, she sold it for a hundred, we'd say that it counts towards her mana vidinar. Um, so, but she still needs to be paid more. Maybe we make a xera, just like the first one, just like the last one, we would invalidate the sale. So, to the first one, we would invalidate the sale. Um, and that's why I have to tell you that we don't evaluate the sale only if it's the last one. And that's why, again, the point being is we all all the cases could be talking about where it's went down in value, and we lost our proof to this halachic question, which was basically that we started with Andaf Tzadiches, which is um, um, what happens if she, she sells um, more than she's entitled to sell. Okay, um, He said the messenger said, the owner said sell a, a lesach's worth, and he sold a core instead of a lesach. So that was the bottom line of that discussion. 
And that was the first version of that. And then we came and said that that's no. That we know what Talach will be. Um, if he said sell a lesach, which is 15 kav, um, and he sold double that, a core, that was most of Alvarov, and doesn't invalidate at least the sale for the part that's good. The question is um, um, what about if a woman. Um, what about this case? The, the, mess, the owner says, I want you to sell a core, and instead he sold half of that. Is that considered a good, a good thing, or is that a, a message? Did he follow what he was told to do or not? What's the issue? Either, well, on the one hand, you could say, look, when somebody's selling no property, we generally assume that it's because he needs some money for something, you know, otherwise you hold on to your property, right? And generally, if you can, if you can afford to, you'll keep your property. Why is he selling? Because he needs the money. So, if that's the case, so then um, he's he's selling only a portion, and then maybe that'll be enough. Maybe you won't need more. Yeah. There's always scenarios that, you know, in the market, maybe he's planning to buy another property which would require the full sale of the property he has now. And so you're like second-guessing the owner. If he's planning, uh, you know, a, move in the market and it requires his instructions to be followed or it won't work and the message goes and does it for half or whatever portion it messes him up so True. why don't we acknowledge that possibility instead of saying well he just needs the money so whatever he can get and get and then you know a small portion of parcel maybe that's not marketable maybe that's completely yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you an interesting thing. I, I don't. I mean, I dabble in real estate a little bit. I'll tell you a very interesting thing. My father had a friend who was very good, in re, a very big real estate, and he's always buying and selling and buying and selling. And my father asked him, he says, "Let me tell me the truth. If you would have just held on to things that you bought instead of selling them and buying something else." Would you have been better off or worse off? Guess what he said. Better off. Yeah. <laughs> so those, those lateral moves, those moves is like, you know, selling here, buying yeah. here. Yeah. Like that's just, well. that's all, that's, that's, that's not necessarily um, good idea. <laughs> good idea. What makes you think this is going to, this is not going to go up, that's going to go up? Like, I don't know. You always want to try a larger, more profitable piece of property. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm just saying. All I'm saying is, is that all I'm saying is, is that um, it's there. It it was a reasonable (laughs) assumption that uh, it's because he needs cash for expenditures. That 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 would be more likely. Now that being said, he uh, he said he said. uh, um, I I, and again, you know, you're you're trying to sell it off, you know. You know, sell, uh, sell, uh, we could always sell more if we need to. That's what he's saying. And that's what he's saying. I just don't want so many documents. There's a document cost. There's, that's why I don't want multiple sales. That was the only issue that we, mm-hmm. that we would worry about. And maybe it's different with fields. You know, what we said, it has to be the minimal size to be serviceable, to be worth something. It's, it's a portion under nine cob or whatever. Yeah, like, right, right. But, but these are, these are, a lesach is a property that's probably easier to sell if you're selling it in, you know, a, a thousand acres. It's not, you know, it's not easy to sell. 
at all. But if you break it into small increments that are reasonable, useful sizes, then then it would make sense. Anyway, that was the idea, and um, and uh, that was the two sides. That was our question. Okay, I mean, we didn't say it for sure. Usually, when we talk about, I have the impression that usually when we talk about the property, we're talking about land. Yeah. Because it's uh, allowed you to plow it, no? Right, plowing, working the yeah, land for working product. the land, no? Right, exactly. This is what they mean in the Yeah. Right. Anyway, right, we're not talking about I don't even think it existed really in those days, so, yeah. like a multifamily well, property. Or, <laughs> there were courtyards, but each one there was still individual, you know. All right, anyway, so that was the discussion. So Chanina Mr. tried to bring a ride from like this. It says that a man gives a gold coin, and he says, I want you to buy me a jacket with this gold coin. And he went and bought, for half the price, the jacket. And uh, with the other half of the money, he bought a talus. And it turns out that the money was Hegdish money. So both of them are mold the Hegdish. The, owner, the, the one who told him what to do, and the one who did what he did. So... Um, so you see, it must be that it's called doing your messenger, and it's just adding on. Um, that's why both people are mal. So look at what said, because if it was mavral tvarv, why would the balabais be mal? He didn't even listen to him at all. So the Gemara says, no, 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 we're talking about the reason why is because he said, buy me one worth six, and he did buy one worth six, but he just bought it at a very big discount for half the price. So then why was the shlech mal? Not for that half, but for the other half, because he bought, who asked him to buy talus? Right. Now, if that's true, so then in the Sefer, Rebuda says that even here, the Balabais is not moil, because he could say, I only wanted a big, good quality jacket, and you got me a poor quality one. Uh, but if it was worth six, then he got it for three, so then it was the good quality one. So Gamar says, no, but he's always asking, when he gives you that amount of money, he wants you to spend the full amount for the best jacket it could buy, because if, 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 if three will get you one worth six, then imagine how, what, what would be the value that six will get you. It'll be even worth the 12, okay? Um, and that's why Rebuta would agree that if something that doesn't have that dis- distinction, like beans, so then they'll both be more bad, this one, because the idea is because it's the same it really is the same uh, beans, whether it's a sella or a pruta, it's the same, same amount. So if it's a straight case where he follows the instructions, the shlif is not molbehektish. exactly. Right, right. This is the exception to the shlich ledvar rule. We have a rule, ain't shlich ledvar bera, but in here, it's a shlich ledvar bera. And that's... This is when he does more. If he does exactly as told. If he, he does exactly as told, he's not. He's not, but the shliach is not, the owner is. Right, only if he does more on his own is he more. Right, exactly. Anyway, so, um, and that's what we explained, that what's the case of the beans, if it's, if it's a case where they sell based on valuation, so then, then there's a rule that, you know, generally when there's more money, you get a better discount. Uh, but we're talking about a place where they measure out exactly, and they have this measuring thing, and they send, you know, and each one is a brutus worth, so that uh, really they won't make a difference uh, more or less. So there you go. Anyway, that was then the what? Take your Ruben's place. Don't spill the beans. Don't spill the beans. There you go. Oh, he's not here. You got to fill in. Okay. 
All right, so next we saw a Raya, we said that if Rikzubah is 400, and she's selling them in small pieces, we said that that works until the last one that she oversold, that was more, more than what she's entitled to. So, um, where it says, no, just like Rav Shisha Braid Ravid, he says that we're talking about small plots, individual small plots that are not connected to each other, so that, could, well, that would be the scenario over here as well. Okay. Now, um, what if, uh, okay, so, so the Gemara went to this case. If, if, if a guy says explicitly, I want you to sell this piece of land to one buyer and not to two buyers, so then obviously he can't sell it to two buyers. That's not what, what he told him to do. But if he said, just sell it to one buyer, sell it to a buyer, uh, find a buyer for, my, for this property, okay? So that's not like specifically saying not to, What's Allah? So Rav says, it means not to. Um, Rav Chizden, Rabbi Rav says, no, it means even to, or even a hundred. If he doesn't specify not more than one, then the assumption is one or many buyers, as long until it's all fully sold. Now, um, so when Rav Nachman came to Surah, so Rav Chizda and Rabbi Rav asked him what he felt, and he agreed with them, that, uh, that, 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 that you could sell it even to 100? Is it even if the messenger makes a mistake in its value? Of course not. Okay, that's different. Okay, so then they said, but I thought there's Eino Nala Karkos. Isn't there a rule that uh, there is no um, valuations for land? That, you know, it's uh, land, you can't over, cannot overcharge for land and be high for overcharging because it's uh, location, you know? It's a, it's a unique item, basically, so there's no Eino so the Gemara says that's only true if uh, um, by, by the Balbais himself, that uh, you could be off to everything. But if you're a messenger, there is uh, an, a point where, you know, you undersold its value and you did, you, you, uh, that would undo the sale. Um, because the guy can say, I, I, I sent you to help me, not to harm me. And what you just did is a, is a great harm. Now, how do you know that we make a distinction between a shliach and a balabayis? So he brought a raya from a mishnah. Okay, somebody tells his messenger, "Go take truma for me," and so we think he, he should do what he believes to be what the balabayis would normally take for himself, uh, which is either, you know, the, uh, there are three general levels. There's one fortieth, one fiftieth, and one sixtieth. Generous guy gives one fortieth. Average guy gives one fiftieth. Um, the Skin flint guy gives one sixtieth. Okay, um, if you don't know, so then then just do middle, which is one fiftieth. What if you're uh, went under or over, meaning you did either one fortieth, one sixtieth? It's still a good truma, and the idea is because um, you could say, look, that that's what I assessed you as. You know, I thought you were a generous guy, or I thought you weren't a generous guy. So you can't say that it's not a not an accurate and not an accepted. It's still doing his job. However, if it was the Balbais himself, it says very clearly that if he did Truma and it turns out to be 120th, we don't say it was a mistake. We say that you did what you did, right? Even 120th, which is double the amount of the most generous type, okay? So uh, that's, that's a good riot that we, that by the Balbais, we say, Eino Nala Kerkos, but we make a distinction. But by the Shliach, we would say that if you're way off of the valuation, and you didn't do him a favor, then you're really not representing uh, the owner properly. And, that's, uh, and that's, that's the difference. So he brought a raya from the last case and talked about the ksuva, it was four, 
400 zos, and she sold, sold them off 100 and 100, and the last one was a month of a dinner, and she sold it for 100. We said the last one is Batel, um, and all the other ones is Kayim. Um, so seemingly, that's, that, that's, uh, um, you could sell it to multiple people, okay? Even if you just said, sell it to one person. So the Gemara says that's different over there. Maybe those, that, the fields were naturally small, and that was the difference. Okay, and that took us to the Mishnah, and we did read the Mishnah yesterday. So evaluation of the judges, that, uh, that's off by a sixth. Um, if it's up to a sixth, so then, uh, I mean, if it's beyond the sixth, so, uh, or a sixth or more, so then that makes it an invalid sale. Okay, because they're, they're the ones who are selling off property for the sake, and uh, they messed up. They're off by a sixth. We said that the, um, it, the sale it becomes invalid. Or Shem Gamliel says, no, it is valid, because otherwise, you know, what's the whole purpose of a Bezdin if they, if, they're, if they can't, you know, do things like this, okay? Now, um, if, however, there was, they made it public and they allowed people to come check the field and made a, what we call a achraza, so then, even if there was way off in the, between the valuation and the price that they got, um, it's a valid sale. Um, and that's basically what Akhraz is, where people come, look at the property, they have a way to evaluate it, and then they got a public bidding. So whatever price they got, there is no reserve, and that's it. Okay, and that's where we left off. We'll take it from here. Is this?